1: Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and we normally we have a little more upbeat, but this is not going to be at least the start here, that show. Um, We lost somebody, a great patriot and a friend of everyone in the patriot community, Don Dix. Passed away this week after uh, battling with a really, really terrible illness called ulcerative colitis. And we may not spare you the details, but it was, I'm talking to him, I mean, that that was a really, really bad disease. He went down to, he's about my size, went down over six feet, was down to 135 pounds, and ultimately uh, succumbed to his illness this week. And he exemplified what the, our motto of the show based on the quote from Justice Brandeis that the most important political office is that of the private citizen and if we had more people who did as good a job of fulfilling their obligations of that office as Don Dix did, um, we could save the country uh joining me is our two people jennifer horn was kind of his radio wife and had had done the show with him for for many years and uh dean safe who was a longtime friend and in corona and he's also uh, the supporter has been a longtime supporter of this show so we invited i invited both of them on to uh share what you know their thoughts on don passing and his life and what we could what what lessons we should draw from all of that so Jennifer, let's start with you. You know, you 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 worked with him for for every day for for many years.
2: Yeah, six about six and a half years, and he was my radio husband, is and will always be my radio husband, and really a member of my family. I just, Greg, I know how important you were to him as well, and I was actually reminiscing just. You know, in, in weeks like this, you kind of think back, and it's funny how things that you thought you had forgotten about kind of rolled back into your mind. And I remember at least a couple of New Year's Eves where, uh, you know, we would always FaceTime each other right after midnight, and you and Carolyn and, and Don and Annette would be together, and we would all celebrate New Year's virtually at least a few years in a row. And I just – one thing that I have solidified in my brain is that Don Dix talked to everyone, and he connected everyone, and he created – this amazing family. It's almost like a quilt, I think, that has blanketed Riverside County, San Bernardino, the whole Inland Empire, and really the whole state of California, maybe even beyond that. He has created introductions for people. He has created friendships, a family. A lot of people have gotten jobs or started on new career paths because of Don and his passion for, as you said, getting up off the couch, getting off the bench, getting into the game getting active, and it really started with him, with his ability just to connect with people because he was the real deal, and his passion was truly, truly, truly contagious.
1: Dean, what are your, what are your thoughts?
3: I I just have to echo what Jennifer was just saying. Uh, Don was wholly committed, full committed, 100%. I mean, uh, uh, I can't find anyone else who... Who that I can think of that uh, was committed uh, to the cause of of uh, you know the the republic the you know the constitution the patriotism uh, as much as Don has. I mean I am, but you know I, I'm part time. But when Don got in, Don was in 100, and I was looking at looking back at the many years of. You know, knowing Don, being friends with him, and then how uh, this whole movement evolved uh, to uh, to Greg. You're a good example. I mean, you're uh, you have your show because you started with Don. You know, because because years ago, if I, you remember, we we met at your office. The Unite I.E. was formed, and then later on, uh, different groups came together. The the Tea Parties of Redlands and Chino and uh, Act for America and different groups came together and formed Unite IE. And uh, and then Brad Anderson saw that and uh, started this uh, Unite IE event that uh, it's sometime in March, I think, we're having our next one. April 10th. Uh, April 10th. So this, these are all... Uh, movements that uh, are here because of Don's invo- involvement at a very very deep level and his commitment.
1: Yeah, I remember that some That's of the, the initial way- meetings. We were actually in the also in the back his backyard at his home in, at his home in Corona, <laughs> and we were uh, uh, Don and I and, and many others got were involved in forming the United Ie Coalition. We we recognized after the two thousand twelve election that. Our various little groups that existed in, in isolation needed to be able to work together the way the enemy does. And you get from the, from the gay groups, the transgender, the environmentalists, the government employee unions, everybody on their side... Works together as a as a unified team, and we need to do the same. And it evolved just as you said. We formed the coalition, and Brad Anderson saw something there, and he arranged the radio show, and then the, the United IE conferences, and that's in. It, it probably w- it wouldn't have happened without uh, without Don.
3: Absolutely, uh, you know, I was thinking okay. of. Uh, I was thinking of his uh, first organization he was involved with was Act for America. And at some point, uh, I was recruited to be on his board. And we met for many years. But seriously, Don did all the work, preparing, bringing speakers, like he said, to his backyard, to the church that we used to meet at. And then he got uh, the Chapter Leader uh, of the Year Award from Act for America. So he had to fly to Washington, D.C. And I was on a, a legislative trip myself. And I knew he was there, so we hooked up, and I invited him to a session uh, with Katie Gorka. And mm-hmm. uh, that's where uh, Don met Katie, and then Katie was invited to speak at our uh, Act for America uh, uh, sessions uh, via video. And through Katie, Don met, um, I think both of us, but Don, really met Sebastian Gorka. Sebastian was invited here uh, to speak at uh, the Mission Inn because, and promote his book. Uh, then we went out to dinner, and then next year we had a lo- dinner with Sebastian Gorka in Washington, D.C. And it's just how much he was involved at, 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 at the level that he was, uh, Don was involved in, just brought so many different opportunities for uh, you know, for our region, for our movement, and then so now Sebastian Gorka has a show uh, you know on on Salem and we were talking about that,
2: yeah, we were talking about that this week, Dean, and if you guys didn 't get a chance, I posted it up on on my Facebook Jennifer Horn radio, if you want to look on Facebook, but sebastian gorka we were we were reminiscing that he wouldn 't really be here, and we wouldn 't all be connected if not for for you guys getting that security briefing from Katie and and moving the way through history. He just, it's amazing the scope of people that were connected to all of this through, whether that was you, Dean, or you, Greg, or you, John, I mean, everybody just came together. It's amazing how wide that net is right now.
3: Yeah. We, I mean, we did our small parts, but seriously it was Don that, you know, thought at a different level, full commitment, fully in and, uh, had this global thinking uh, to him, and uh, he was—he will be sorely missed. I don't think we can—we can replace him, but anyone who was uh, uh, committed to this level.
1: I know that uh, Don—we was doing Act for America, and I do. I was one of the leaders of the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and we always had the problem: is you know, not enough people doing stuff is yeah you know people mm-hmm. will come there's a lot there's more people who will come to a meeting but there's a much smaller group of people who will step up and do stuff and that's always been a challenge and for for everyone trying to trying to lead uh, in the uh, in the freedom movement and you know so, But I you know, think
2: that's excitement Greg. I think his excitement brought people in. That's mm-hmm. what I keep hearing from mm-hmm. him. And I would know like he would come to me, you know, we'd have chats before and during the show and he'd say, "Jennifer, I have this idea." And I'd go, "Oh no, here we go." <laughs> But it was always (laughs) it was always a wild idea. But we would do it like we he would pull it off. And it was because he was so excited because his his mission was truly altruistic. It was to make things better, It was to make life better for people. I know we would always talk about saving the republic, but really, I would boil it down to just making people's lives better in our state. And so when he could explain that to people and he articulated it, he would get people so excited. To join him. And that's that's the true sign of a charismatic leader. The greatest leaders have that charisma that makes people want to work. And that's what he did.
1: Mm -hmm. I know. In the Riverside, he's been his latest job before he passed was being he was chairman of the Riverside County Republican Party. And Mm -hmm. normally the Republican Party, the county parties, and the state party in California are pretty much useless. But he was. He was transforming the Republic, the Riverside county Republican Party into something that was actually useful and effective, and he got people and he, he was able to get motivate enough a lot of people to to step up and do stuff and you know go, go talk to your neighbors, you know, go to the registrar's office and watch the votes being counted and he was, he was able he was very effective in that role and to change the culture of an organization that's been there for decades and to change that 180 degrees into being useful is, is quite an accomplishment.
2: Yeah, and he fought for it too. You know, I know that the, he was he was definitely a happy happy warrior and he wasn't afraid to back down from a challenge. One funny story that just popped into my head, not necessarily in line with what he was doing, Later in his life, which was incredible, the neighbor to neighbor program and connecting people. And I fully believe being responsible with this program for delivering the recall for the vote on the recall against Gavin Newsom. I think that was really solely from the work that Don was doing. But what he just didn't back down from a challenge i don't know if you guys remember this but don got called to serve jury duty and he was one of the only guys that was like that i know of that was actually excited about going in for jury duty and so he comes back and he sits down and he tells me how his, how it went I said, so how would it go and he goes oh i didn't get chosen i kind of got into an altercation with the judge and, <laughs> <laughs> and i went what i remember
1: i remember the story but go ahead down.
2: The judge came out and talked about, you know, how this is so important and we have a democracy and blah, 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 blah. And Don raised his hand and apparently very respectfully said, well, Your Honor, we live in a constitutional republic. <laughs> I guess the judge didn't take too kindly to being corrected. But that was Don. He didn't, you know, he was happy and kind, but he never backed away from a challenge. If people had it wrong, like the uh, the GOP has been not representing us fairly, or if it's a judge, he would always fight to correct it and write the shift. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> let's take a pause here. And I know, you know, as with Dean as well, the, the sponsors kind of like to have their commercials played sometime during the show. So let's hear from our sponsor for this half, Ed Hoffman of Planet Home Lending, the place to go for your real
4: estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Landing and host of the main event, Heard Weekend's right here on AM590 The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interests, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo.
0: AM 590, the answer. Welcome
1: back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we are today remembering somebody who exemplifies that quote from Justice Brandeis, Don Dix, who used to be my co-host on this show, one of the co-founders of Unite IE Coalition. professional radio host it was the latest that was he was the chairman of the riverside county republican party and we're reminiscing with uh two people who knew him well jennifer horn who uh co-hosted with him on a separate show for six years and dean safe who was friend supporter in corona who had known him for for many years uh i remember one of the uh you look back at someone's life and you you kind of you take someone for granted, okay? They're going to be around for a while. Don, he was only, he was, was sixty four. I'm sixty three. Yeah, you know that's you know, the, you know 60s are you know are the new fifties um, or forties. We all we all got, we all got time, <laughs> but um, you know you, you you don't know, and that's I think that's one of, maybe one of the things that uh, we should all draw from this is none of us know how much time we've got, and. But it is finite, and it it it, it pays to you. We should um, remember that that and have, live right both with the Lord, with our with our family, friends, and other people, and to make a difference. Well, we can, and um, I think Don did all those things.
2: I think so too. I think absolutely, and you know, I've been telling people a lot. I've been. Really sad this week, I mean, quite frankly guys it 's been hard, and um, I know a lot of you are feeling that. I know many of you listening to the program were feeling it. I know Annette his wife and and Alex, his daughter, I know they felt it um, but i 'm not sad for Don because Don lived every single minute, every single second of his life. I mean, truly, with a sense of optimism, a sense of passion, he had fun. He loved what he was doing. He saw results from what he was doing. And I'm happy. I'm happy for him. And that's a lesson I think we all have to take in our own life is to not let any time go. I mean, in every call I had with Don, we always ended it with a love you and a bye for now. And that was Don's signature sign up. And we never missed a moment. He always told people how he felt. And I think that's really a good lesson. If we learn anything aside from the professional stuff that Don's left behind in his professional legacy, I think, man, just you've got to have fun and live with passion and purpose every single day because it is short. Greg, you're so right about that. You just don't know. Dean, yeah, I uh,
3: I can't disagree with that. Don's Don's passion, uh, you know, uh, love for the country, love for people and building people up was very just contagious i uh, i learned so much from don uh you know uh, in his dealings with with different groups different people and uh all the events that he put together and uh you know fighting for larry elder this last uh last uh recall election mm-hmm. and at chino airport he put this huge event together and and Everyone knew him. Everyone was excited to have him there. And Pastor Jack Hibbs was there. And uh, he was a he was um, a family to everyone that he uh, he dealt with. And I don't know so many stories as we talked across my mind. Uh, just recently, I uh, I'm involved in a different nonprofit. And I was talking to Don at the hospital bed uh, last time he was hospitalized about it. And he said, Dean, when I get out, uh, I want to meet with you and uh, we go address this. So sure enough, you could hardly walk. Uh, he asked me to put a meeting together and I do. And he shows up and ahead of me, before me, he was there and and he's uh, laying out the plans to take care of this issue we were dealing with. And I was you know, he, he didn't have much energy. And like you said, uh, Greg, he had lost uh, so, more than 90 pounds. So he was this fragile, mm-hmm. um, all bones person sitting there. And, uh, I mean, his normal clothes were bad just like very baggy to him. And, and uh, he addressed the issue with powerful voice, a lot of energy. And then at the end, I found out that he actually got a ride because he couldn't drive. So I had to take him home. Yeah. And I was absolutely impressed with his passion. And when you realize how sick he was, how, how, uh, you know, his body was fighting this, uh, this disease. And yet he was able to overcome that, set aside the pain and, and go fight for you and, uh, and try to do his part to move things forward. It's just, Impressive. It's it's just impressive, and I, uh, you know, I keep thinking of all these stories over the years that have, you know, my experience with God, and it's just amazing.
1: That reminds me of some of like one of the things that I really most admire about Him is I've had I've had challenges in my life. We all have but I've never had the kind of hardship that he went through with this illness. And losing the weight is with that disease, your body cannot absorb nutrients. He was spending most of his time just laying there in bed. And every time I talked to him, he was, he had this, he was optimistic, he was going to beat this. He had really studied this disease and he was learning how he thought he, he would be able to beat the disease. And he was also thinking about, okay, I've been thinking about here are the things I'm going to do differently and better in service of the cause and as leader of the Riverside County Republican Party. So he was looking forward constantly to this. And he, the way he handled that hardship, I think it's an example for me, and I think it's an example for everyone if you're facing hardship.
2: Yeah. And I got a, a, one thing that you guys may not know about kind of behind the scenes is that, you know, I'd been filling in for him and doing the show because he was just, it, it was too hard for him to talk for an hour um, not that he couldn't talk, he still had his beautiful voice, but he was—he would get tired out because, again, he had lost so much weight and muscle and all of that. And so I'd fill in, and so we were talking. And in January, he said, "You know, I'm, I'm plotting my return." And I was well—I, you know, I was willing to do it for Don for for however long he needed. And he said, "I said, well, if you'd like, I can host the show, and you can just kind of pop on and do a couple of segments." And he said, "You know." I want to do a segment, uh, I want to do gut check. And it just shows you Don's passion. And and Greg, I think you mentioned it in your beautiful words and in your Facebook post that he educated himself about this disease and he figured out alternatives. He was looking at diet. He was looking at things that he could do to increase his gut health. And he said, I knew this was going to be his new passion when he said, I want to do a segment on the program called gut check. And literally the last two times that he was able to join me on the show, that's what he did he put politics aside even though there's plenty of important stuff going on and he talked about gut health because in his true form when he was suffering and sick he was taken back by how many people had also shared this debilitating disease or the similar disease in Crohn's I mean he was he said I can't tell you how many people even people we know from the station that have come to him and said I, I've been suffering with this I I, I understand and so he thought, you know, I need to do something to fix this. I need to, I need to get people information about fixing their diets. And that was his next chapter was to do a segment and every show about gut health and gut check and about something that can help heal people. And I think, guys, I don't even know if you were privy to the idea. Maybe he shared it with you. He said, I've been working on my backyard and we, he's been doing this ongoing construction project on his garage. He said, I think I'm going to open a restaurant in my backyard. And that was his next plan. He wanted to do that, and he wanted to have good food that was going to be good for people to eat, not processed, that would make people sick. And that was just him. He would always be on to the next thing, the next passion project, and he at the goal at the end of the day was always improving people's quality of life, whether it was with their health or with politics. It's amazing.
3: And I listened to the show that uh, you're referring to with Don talking about health and uh, eating habits and so on. I, when I visited him at home, when he was still in bed, uh, he had purchased a big box of these books and he wanted to give a copy to everyone he knew. Uh, just, you know, and then he gave me a copy. I said, well, I don't need it. He said, no, no, no. I got one copy for you. So I took it home, you know, we started reading, but he had already finished. it. It was a pretty thick book. He had already finished it. And, uh, and then he said he was going to be on your show and to talk about it. He was going to be a, a kind of a leader in this movement to, to take care of uh, people's health and so on. Um, Don, yeah. Neither, it, it neither,
1: was, neither of you can see the clock. We got about 50 seconds left. So if you guys have Dean or Jennifer, I'll just turn it over to you guys and you can, any kind of final thoughts you have about Don and
2: his life. I just want to share his amazing spirit. I want to take it with me. I want to never forget it, and I want to use it to inspire everybody every day, and I hope everybody listening to this program that knew Don will do the same thing.
3: Yes, Don is a great inspiration to all of us. Uh, There there will be a uh, service uh, scheduled for him, and I don't remember the date, but... uh, It's March 12th. March 12th. So let's... Let's just keep its family in mind, and, and if you can attend this uh, service, please do so. We want the world to know how much we appreciated this great man.
1: Absolutely, and thank you both for being on the show and uh, sharing your thoughts about the loss of our, of our friend.
3: Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Greg.
1: Justin. Stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite IE Radio.
4: Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Lending and host of the main event, Heard weekends right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the, one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you, based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs
5: done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All Star Collision. 951-279-9161.
1: Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Uh, we were just visiting with uh, Jennifer Horn and Dean Safe in our previous half hour, uh, reminiscing about the loss of our good friend and great patriot, uh, Don Dix. Uh, joining me here in the, in the second half is Agnes Gibney. Uh, she's with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and she's also, uh, uh, an angel mom, uh, who her, Only son was murdered by a previously deported illegal alien, and she turned that tragedy and her grief over that into political activism. So, with the goal that no one else, no other American family, has to suffer the same fate as she and her family did. Welcome to the show, Agnes.
6: Thank you, Greg. It's great to be here.
1: Uh, you know, a little bit. I mean, it's a more, more serious, a little more somber show than we than we often have here because of the loss of, of our friend. And I understand you all. You have some thoughts on that. And uh, Don played a role in your political activism.
6: Absolutely. Uh, at beginning of the year, I have um, I, I went to Ron Ask's uh, office and uh, t- started talking about my life and you know our family and so forth. And he said, "You need to talk to Don Dix. Do you know him?" And I didn't know anybody in the movement. Nobody. And he said uh, he get, he called Don, left him a message, and then gave me Don's phone number. So when I left his office, I sat in my car in the parking lot, and I called Don and told him about my story. Told him about what happened that I'm, I'm a legal immigrant and an illegal murdered my only son. And uh, and then he said, oh, you got to come. I spoke to his group that he used to uh, meet once a month in Norco and started uh, my activism. Thanks to Don, he encouraged me to speak up. He encouraged me to share my story. Uh, He encouraged me to fight against illegal immigration and um and thus i became an activist i didn't even know i was becoming an activist and uh, but in essence i became an ex- activist and i speak up for what is right is the protection of our borders to protect citizens of this country not meaning that everybody that comes here illegally is a criminal but we need to vet who comes in in our country so don has been incredibly supportive of uh, uh, this path that I took, Uh, very supportive when I ran for Congress in 2020 for District 31. He always encouraged me and uh, we had very great great mutual respect for one another and I was very heartbroken to find out that Don uh, Dix had passed. But, you know, his legacy will continue and uh, his spirit will live within me forever, and I'm very honored to have known him. What a great human being, great patriot Don Dix was, and in my eyes will continue to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Covey, author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. In his book, he asks his readers to imagine that they are at their own funeral and what they would want people to be saying about them, and then to live their life to make that so. And I don't know if Don ever read the book, or even, if he had ever, if he consciously consciously did that exercise. But in reading to the the many posts that people have, have have written about him since he since he passed, and and talking to people that such as yourself and Jennifer and Dean that knew him, is he lived his life that way. And it's it's, it's, it's and as much as anything the number of people that are writing about him and expressing those kind of thoughts about him is, is 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 a tribute to who he is, who he was, and and the life that he led.
6: Absolutely, and you know, if you know, if you knew Don, he was such a character. Uh, He was a goofball sometimes. He was very, he liked to joke. He always had a joke to tell whenever he spoke. Uh, He was just an incredibly, uh, incredible individual with high standards, values, uh, character, someone that you look up to, you know. And those of us that knew Don uh, should be very blessed that he was a part of our lives. Be, and he's going to be truly, truly missed.
1: Right, and it also goes. I mean, it's up to the rest of us to uh, to step up and save our country and republic and and freedom. None of us are. I mean, none of us are going to be around forever. We don't. None of we we none of us know how long we're going to be here. And I Don was sixty four when he passed. Um, I'm sixty three, and used to think, well, you know. People live a long time these days people are you know, are healthy and active well into their nineteen well into their eighties and so on, but you never know um it, tomorrow, you know today could be the last for any of us or we could come out come down with a serious and fatal disease as as Don did and you just never know and i don't know if you want to talk about it but your 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 family has has some more issues yes uh
6: you know so i I should be blessed in and, and... Thank God, because I'm going to be 68 this year, so I I am very blessed for every day that I have. Uh, we don't know uh, what the future brings. We don't know what tomorrow brings, and uh, I'm dealing with a, 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 a very difficult situation in my family. My nine-year-old grandson was just diagnosed uh, in December with a brain tumor, uh, inoperable brain tumor, uh, yesterday, found out through the um, second spinal tap that he had this past Thursday that he has MS. And I am very heartbroken that this nine-year-old has to live with his life not knowing what the future holds. And those of us who have had a long life, I, I even asked, I said, God, take me. I already lived my life. Somebody can, you know, somebody can come behind me but save this child's life. So it's very distressful uh, to see this. And you're right, Greg. We don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know when our last day on this earth is. But I know Don always said never keep up, never give up fighting for this country because I, too, felt very discouraged many times and wanted to quit, and I said, "There's no point in fighting. We're fighting the impossible." And he said, "Never ever keep fighting. That's why I keep fighting too. And we all should always speak up and fight for this country with the same intensity that Don did."
1: Let's divert from uh, from Don Dix, and I'm going to pick up on what something you, you just said is that can we win? can we save our freedom and our country and our republic? And some, and I think all of us have had times when we're looking at, well, you know, I'm not sure we can. You, you look at the array of forces against us from big corporations, the Democrat Party, the globalists, the people in the De- World Economic Forum who are bound and determined to create a global socialist kleptocracy all, of course, all in the name of, of, of just helping people. And that's always, that's always been the excuse of the tyrant. Is, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming these powers, um, but it's for, it's for the greater good. Um, you know That uh, we're, we're going to make the thousand-year Reich uh, of the Nazis. Or that we're, that we're going to bring about world communism and things that are just going to be heaven on earth. Of course, we don't believe in heaven. But it's going to be here on earth if we can just implement communism. And, of course, it's, it never works out, and it's always terrible for the average people and in tyranny as well as, as, well as in, under socialism and in communism economics. But what do we? And then you know, the, the indoctrination in the government-run schools. The uh, the military is being corrupted. the uh, The justice system is is corrupted. The FBI is corrupted. The media is corrupt. They're just propagandists for the Democrat Party. You know, and then colleges, the foundations, and so on. And the, the communist Chinese the the, the the government, and so on, and so on, and so on. You go. Know, wow, what can we do? I think, and you hear your thoughts on this, is one: we have the truth on our side. Two: we have the better ways of organizing society, such that it produces a better life for everyone. Not, not, of course, for everyone, but the ways that the ways that maximize the economic. Well-being for everyone. The social and cultural well-being for everyone. We have the better ways of doing things. We have to tell the truth. They have to lie. And I think the third, is you look at what's happened, is people, people are starting to stand up and push back all around the world, whether it's in Canada, or in Australia, even here in the United States. I was just at the, the send-off rally for our own trucker's convoy in, up in Adelanto, and uh, they're heading towards D.C., so it, it is. It is not hopeless, and our enemies are not infallible. These they're largely they're evil, but they're not very. They're often not very competent. So it is by no means hopeless, and we should give up. What do you think?
6: Absolutely, I think we can absolutely win. But it's we're not going to win if only the same people are fighting for this country. The same uh, people. We need. Everybody out there fighting for this country, speaking up. We need to hold our elected officials accountable. We need to point out when corruption is happening. We need to be. Um, we need to teach our students to speak up against their teachers and question their teachers. Don't just buy into everything they they tell them, because we, as we know, our children have been brainwashed for many years. This is why we are where we are today. Uh, start with school choice. If you haven't signed the petition for school choice, you owe it to your children, to your grandchildren, and future generations, the freedom that we always experience. Because pretty soon, our children, a generation away, they're going to say, what is freedom? What, is, what does that mean? What do you mean you can say anything you want? What do you mean you can go to any church you want? We have to speak up and we have to stand up to these politicians and we have to push back. In my mind, what I would like to see is millions and millions of people getting out on the street, go in front of City Hall, go in front of your local City Hall, go in front of the White House, surround the White House and say, we demand change. You work for us not the other way around. You follow the Bill of Rights. You follow the Constitution. We want you out. We had enough of this tyranny. That's what needs to happen.
1: Millions would be nice, uh, but actually I don't think millions are necessary. A much smaller number of people who are, who are dedicated to the cause and know what they want can affect change, um, both positive and negative you look at uh, for example the the communists in the Soviet Union were never more than 20% never had more than that kind of level of support but because they were dedicated and ruthless in achieving their their goals they were able to take over the entire country and rule it for for 70 years
6: you know what's happening uh in the world right now with Russia invading Ukraine This is not going to stop in Ukraine. They're going to keep invading West. Uh, Pretty soon they're going to go into my country, Hungary. They are very scared. Romania, all the neighboring uh, countries, they're going to take the Baltic. It's going to be a disaster. And if you start saving your pennies, because if you think gas is expensive right now, gas is going to go up quite a bit. You just watch. We have to take things into our own hands because this government is inept, is corrupt, and we have to take them down because th- this way is going to destroy the country, the greatest country in the world, which is ours, United States of America.
1: Now let's take a break here and hear from our sponsor for this half, All Star Collision, the place to go when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck
5: and roll. Back after this. mention am 590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or a hundred dollars off your repairs car star all-star collision the kings of wreck and roll 951-279-9161 am 590
0: the answer
1: welcome back to unite ie radio the radio show for the most important political office that of the private citizen. We're going to d- delve further into the situation with Russia and Ukraine. We have a few other things we want to make sure we have time for uh, in this show. First is school choice. Agnes mentioned it. There is no cause before us, in my opinion, more important than school choice because, as you mentioned, Ronald Reagan is that, yeah, and he famously said that uh, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. And they, in the, the government-run schools among their many... Um, False is they are training the next generation to think not free. Uh, Tim Donnelly said that uh, to be free, you have to think free, and they're doing exactly the opposite. And for school choice, yes, you can, we'd love to have your help gathering signatures. I'm out there almost every weekend uh, trying to gather signatures. Uh, but you can now download the petition from the website which is californiaschoolchoice.org californiaschoolchoice.org and uh, you can print it on a regular regular paper staple the pages together if just you or just you and your and your spouse sign it and send it back and mail it back in great but we'd love to have you try to get some more signatures there's a space on each petition there are space for 14 signatures if you can get some of your other uh, family, friends, neighbors, co workers to also sign the petition. That would be, that'd be even better. Uh, we don't have those millionaire donors to pay for signature gathering. So it's up to, again, the private citizens, the most important political office, if we're going to uh, get this on the ballot and rescue our children from the government run schools. The way it would work very briefly is every child can get a $14,000 per year educational savings account. Parents can choose any accredited school. And if you don't use all the money, you can save it for future educational expenses, including college. What could be better than that? Again, go to californiaschoolchoice.org, download, sign the petition, mail it back in, and try to get fill it out with all, all the signatures. But whatever you can get will be much appreciated. And Agnes, you have an event coming up you wanted to plug.
6: Absolutely. I would like to invite everyone to the uh, Coachella Valley Freedom Fest that's going to take place at the Palm Desert Civic Center Park on March 13th, Sunday, from 11 to 3 p.m. Uh, this is um, uh, our mission is to unite all Americans, regardless of race, gender, sexual preference, income, age, whatever. We're going to have music, uh, food trucks, uh, a, a lot of speakers, including myself. I'm very honored to be uh, to have been invited to speak and uh, come on out and have an afternoon, a, a morning with us. Um, you know, March 13th from 11 to 3. And um, you'll be able to sign petitions for school choice. There, too, there's going to be plenty of people with petitions around. And make sure you sign sign it. Please, I beg of you, sign it. It's important.
1: Absolutely. And that's the Freedom Fest. So it's probably you search for that on the uh, on not on Google. We don't use Google. Uh, for freedom-loving Americans, we use DuckDuckGo or other search engines. But search for it, and then you can find out more information. And the last announcement is the uh, IE Conservative Conference is back this year. It will be on April 10 at uh, the uh, DoubleTree in Ontario, and you can get tickets now uh, by going to am590theanswer.com, and there'll be a link there where you can buy where you can buy tickets. So in our remaining five minutes, let's delve further into the situation within Ukraine and, and with Russia. Um, Russia is I mean, it's more than just annexing two provinces in, the, in eastern Ukraine. They've launched a, a essentially, a, it appears a full-out invasion of the country. And you express concern that they're, gonna, they're not going to stop at Ukraine.
6: Correct. Uh, my idea, my thought is that Russia is going to continue uh, moving west uh, into Poland, into Hungary. And uh, of course, Hungarians are very uh, afraid, very concerned because As you know, my family fled Hungary when the uh, Soviet Union, former Soviet Union, the Russians, invaded our country. And they're not going to stop at anything. They're just going to keep on moving. And this is really sad what's happening uh, in that region. Uh, Apparently, the entire um, Ukraine is being surrounded by Russian troops and being attacked. Uh, They uh, I guess they took over the airport uh, it, it's sad. I, I feel really bad for those people. And what is our government doing about it?
1: Uh, so far, not very much. And even yeah, they're not even being all that serious with economic sanctions. The Even before, so, it right. and, and may have been kind of a green light for the Russians to proceed is, well, you know, we're not going to do energy because the Europeans do so much in energy. We're not going to cut them off from the international banking system through what's called SWIFT. And uh, so... For even before the invasion, the uh, the Brandon administration and other um, other NATO countries made clear, well, yeah, there'll be sanctions, but they won't be all that severe of sanctions. So, yeah, basically, uh, go ahead if you want to, if you want to reassert your uh, control over the country, and we'll see whether they actually wa- are going to uh, reestablish that Ukraine was part of the Russian Empire even before the Communist Revolution for many centuries, and whether they're going to actually try to Make that so again, or install a puppet government—that's is unclear. Where I think I, where I think I maybe differ with you is this: is I'm not as convinced. And if I had to, if I had to bet, I would bet the answer is no. Is they're not going to keep rolling into countries that are now that are now part of NATO, such as Hungary and Poland, because that would bring about war, uh, the, the NATO countries would have no choice but to actually declare war and start fighting if their member states were invaded by Russia. So I tend to think what they'll do is they'll, yes, take control of Ukraine, Maybe install a puppet government. There'll be there may be Russian forces on the borders of those countries as an intimidation factor. Uh, so you know, basically, you know, guys in Hungary and Poland and other country, you know, you may want to be uh, rethink being in part of NATO. Uh, certainly, you don't want to do anything that's going to be contrary to Russian interests because you really you're on the you're on the eastern on the eastern front here. NATO really doesn't have the and that's true doesn't have the military capacity to defend your countries. If the Russians decided to invade those countries, so you you bet you better just uh, stay in line and and adopt a more pro-Russian attitude and policy. So I think that is more likely than the he the the Russians and Putin are just going to keep going because that would bring about full-scale war with all of with all of the all of the NATO countries, the risk of nuclear escalation. So we'll see it's hard to, it's well, always, it's, always, bless- it's always hard to predict the future but i if i had to bet i don't think they're going to at this at, at this time they they're just gonna, they're going to keep rolling into uh eastern, eastern eastern europe
6: and god bless our 2500 or 7500 troops that biden sent um to europe for you know hopefully they'll be safe and come back safe to their families too.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's not even a, and that's not even a serious given the number of troops that the Russians have. Oh, seventy five hundred. That's n- it's yeah. nothing. No, and we don't have much time here. But uh, the, the military is being seriously degraded, both in material and in morale and in uh, in training. With it's gone, it's gone. Wokums give you an example. The uh, the new chief master sergeant of the Air Force tweeted, "Quote." You don't know the anxiety, the despair, the heartache, the fear, the rage, and the disappointment that comes with living in this country every single day. Mm. And that's the kind of that's, those are the kind of people that are being put into leadership positions in the military. Some of them may not be so blatant about it as this guy was, but uh, that's that's the kind of people you're getting in the military. And um, I have serious question. I read two articles recently that to the effect of that. There's no way the, our military could successfully defeat the Russians, especially close to Russia in, in Ukraine. That is all the time we have this week. We should have more time to really delve into what's happening in the military than we have. Thank you, Agnes, for being on the show. And uh, stay tuned. And tune in next week
5: for another exciting edition of Unite, IE Radio. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161.
4: Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Landing and host of the main event, Heard Weekend's right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM
0: 590, the answer.